Good day, Unleashes. Today I have two very special guests on my podcast. Now, Anthony and Take have been in my world for at least, I would say, two years, more or less. And especially Anthony, I don't know about Take, maybe about six months. And uh, these two guys are responsible for these very two cool books. So if you're on audio and you're not on video and you won't see this, the one is called Podcast Marketing and the other one is called Podcasting Makes Simple, Made Simple. And these are very two cool books. It's helped me a lot to grow my podcast and I recommend that you guys get onto it. But Anthony and Take has been, responsible for helping a lot of people to grow their podcast. I've got an amazing Facebook group and these two guys are full of amazing knowledge and I thought season nine of the experts how not best to speak to the experts and growing your podcast. Welcome to season nine of Unleash Your Focus podcast, the number one place to be to start, grow or scale your online business. This season we have stepped it up. I am not just diving in behind the scenes to understand what makes these entrepreneurs successful, but throughout season nine, we will be giving away prizes every single week that you can win books, courses, coaching programs, vouchers, and so much more. You will not just get the knowledge from the experts on the actual episode, but we will send you a transcription on email every single week with a summary and a call to action that you can implement in your business. To qualify for prices, please make sure that you are on the email list so you don't miss out and share this with friends and family that you think needs this in their life. Go to unmutualfocus.com and register today. I can't wait to share these episodes with you. See you on the inside. Hi guys, how are you doing? Doing great, yeah, Joe. Thank you very much for, uh, for having us. I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, it's, it's good. Obviously, like you said, we've known each other for quite a while now, so it's nice to yeah. get on and actually yeah. do a, a podcast with you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited because these two books are so good. So I do this thing where I read and listen while I read because you just take in knowledge in different ways. So obviously I've got the audio books that goes with these guys. Um, before we get into the books, because I really want to talk about that. Can you guys please just introduce yourselves to the audience? Who are you guys on a fun day? Work aside. <laughs> on a fun day work aside work, work seems to be the only thing that we're doing nowadays but um but no like you know my name's obviously anthony um the co-author of the of the, those books that you mentioned best-selling books and mm-hmm. podcast amazing podcast marketing um and really in terms of business aside um I'm a, I'm a fitness enthusiast you could say so i'm really into fitness into bodybuilding particularly um had a long break during covid but i'm now back at it and then um, you know, I spend time with my family and me and my girlfriend. So that, that's me besides the business. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, and obviously I'm Tyg. Um, and yeah, I, again, as Anthony said, business is <laughs> is really the life. But, you know, aside from that, um, I'm a very avid guitarist. Um, it's it's like a massive part of my life. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, I, if I'm not doing, you know, work-related stuff, then I'll, I'll, be, I'll be making music and playing guitar. Um, and for a bit of context, so I mean, I'm 22, Anthony's 21, so we mm. have been like friends in school and stuff like that for probably about 10 years now. Um, mm, went to yeah. university together, college. I don't know, don't know what it's called in New Zealand. Definitely yeah. college in America. Yeah. <laughs> college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, so yeah, we've like lived together for for three years, um, in plenty of different housing arrangements, and obviously just become you know well now business partners. So yeah. Mm. That's very cool. How did you guys decide to just start podcasting? What was that initial thought with that? So the initial thought, honestly, I think um, about nearly two years now, nearly two years ago, we decided to, to start a business and wondering what would be, and we ended up starting the publishing business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the main gig really. And then it was now deciding, you know, what avenue should we go down in terms of what audience should we, should we um, 
should we help and what audience should we serve? Mm -hmm. And we came to the conclusions of podcasting because, or podcasters, because mm -hmm. um, we're both, we both listen to podcasts a lot. We both love the medium and we realized that there was something special going on around that time where a lot of people really taking things on. So we thought, you know, why don't we hop on and see what's going on? Um, I think Tarkin attested this. The, the community have been crazy, crazy, crazy supportive and warm and welcoming. Um, and we made so many good connections that, you know, when we launched the first book, it, it done exceptionally well. And then that made us stay. You know, a lot of people start businesses and it doesn't always go well. But when you, we started our business and it went really like as well as it could go, basically, as well as it could really? go. And that really um, drew us in. I don't know if you have anything to test to that, Tarkin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just to uh, to to affirm the point that yeah, we didn't. I guess at the time, like we didn't even have the the long term vision of like you know making tons of books down the line and you know growing a community to to the way we have and stuff. It was really just we really just didn't think too much far ahead about it at the time. Um, hence mm. using the pen name Daniel Larson, which I'm not saying it's a bad decision, but <laughs> it's definitely a little confusing to explain these days. Um, <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah, as, as Anthony said, we were just taken aback by one, just how amazing the community is, um, and two, I guess just we're a bit surprised ourselves at how much we, you know we actually managed to help people early on, mm. um, to the point where we've now you know just completely invested ourselves in this. I'm quite impressed with your community on Facebook that you've guys created. I remember when I joined, it's probably a year now, Anthony, I think that I've, mm. that we started so, yeah. talking and um, like you were from the go, you were just so welcoming and really interacting with me. And I know I was, I was not the only one. You were just interacting with everybody. When people do a comment, both mm. of you, you respond and you comment and you, you really interact with your people in your Facebook group. And I mean, your Facebook group have exploded from the beginning when I was in there, I think when I joined, it was like maybe not even a couple of hundred people, I think. And now it's like over how many, like thousands now, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, the group's now at two, over 2,800, which is yeah. something like quite that. nice. It's good. And yeah. you know, um, it's slowed down a bit in terms of, in terms of the growth, which is fine because we're now getting a lot of high quality That's people it. coming through the door. Um, mm. But at the peak of it, it was crazy yes. <laughs> like yeah, we actually looked at our numbers like, and it was <laughs> it was like yeah a hundred i like, wasn't like 100 200 a week or something like that or something insane something crazy like that it was like 30 30 a day 30 to 40 a day um it was yeah, yeah it was ridiculous um but yeah as, as, as you say we're now focused on um less focusing about you know outreach and more just mm. just catering to, to what the people that we already have yeah um which yeah. is a great place to be mm. yeah definitely definitely and I'm just impressed with your community and what you guys have done there. And, you know, how you, so how did the, how did all of that come about? When did you decide, okay, well, we're going to start a Facebook group or we're going to do this. How did you actually get into the whole aspect of growing this? Did you do your market research? Did you look and see what was at the time? Really, we just took advice from people that had already done similar stuff, not even necessarily within podcasting, but just, mm -hmm. um, just kind of it firstly just in the, in the book publishing space yeah. um and it was kind of again we never really thought too much about it at the time it was just well okay well we have to you know sell the book market the book get it out there um so we're gonna have to do some some kind of community mm. thing um and obviously facebook was just like the the, the, the best place to start mm. um and then yeah again i guess it was just a case of not really expecting it goes as seriously as it did and then we kind of you know ramped up the content um ramped up the engagement and then yeah just just things kind of took off after that mm. how did your pen pal name came about 
because like I said, like, <laughs> it is a bit confusing. Like when I first saw it, the, when I saw it the first time, I was like, is Anthony under a weird name in Facebook? <laughs> That's just my first impression. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. And then I'm like, no, but he's got a business partner. So how the heck is this putting together? And then I remember actually watching a guy live with you guys in your, in your Facebook group and you explained it. But can you please explain it to the audience and how your pen yeah. name came about? So like we said, we didn't really expect to be so involved in all in. Um, you know, the last two years has been fully dedicated to podcast, mm-hmm. helping podcasters grow their podcast, start and grow their podcast. Mm-hmm. And we weren't expecting that. Um, so to begin with, the, the truth and transparency of it was, you know, we're, we're business owners and we wanted to think long term of like, if we eventually want to exit the business, we can't really have Anthony and Tyg, although it's great for personal brand, it'll make it difficult to exit a business and, you know, make it difficult to sell the business with us being so personally attached. So we decided to go with Daniel Larson and use a random word generator. <laughs> you know, worked really hard, help podcasters out launched the bestseller like instantly and grew the community to a point where it's just took over our entire lives and obviously helped podcasts with the coach and all that kind of stuff and it's you know now has been at the point where we're so involved with the community and we didn't have that foresight mm-hmm. um so yeah that's how daniel Larson essentially came about and now you know so <laughs> i guess it's like a little our own little secret when people in our community he, he understand that and that story <laughs> Yeah, i love it yeah, it's really it's, uh, cool it definitely makes for a lot of interesting explanations um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have like any weird i don't know like like i said i thought like this is some weird weird mm-hmm. name that anthony is hiding behind i don't know maybe there was some crime involved you never know like this is the <laughs> that happen, right? has anybody yeah. ever said anything weird to you guys about your pen pal name I think uh, you I got mean, there, there was that there was that one time, Anthony, wasn't there? When um, what was it? It was after the seventy five percent of podcast book because it, yeah, it was directed yeah. at you, wasn't it? What? Oh, I can't remember exactly what happened. So like, we launched the book. Just got really funny. Yeah, yeah, you go. On. Yeah. Um. So we launched the book a couple of months, like maybe like th- uh, three to four months ago. Um. And the book was essentially a collective of a, a community project where we had podcasters give their advice on what they was doing before they started. We launched this book. It did great. You know, it was a great community project that we worked together with the community on a collective project like this. And we had a guy who just promoted it and said, hey, this is an amazing book. Put it in the podcast movement community, the, the, the group, and which was amazing for us, you know, mm-hmm. having, having that feedback. And we didn't ask for it. It just sort of happened organically. And then within the comments, someone like said something like, oh, I'll be, I'll be why are you why using the pen name or what who is this guy this is i need the transparency i feel like you're claiming this it could be fraudulent and we went back and forth you know with this guy and he had a lot of skepticism which i do really get because you know in the podcasting space there's a lot of people there trying to take people's money and aren't legitimate they're not really building anything they're just sort of like there to take advantage of people so i got his you know his, his stance on it and i, I clarified the reason like I have done to you and he, he got that and he was like you know you claim this and claim that and I think if he said that at the start of our journey um 
it might have hurt me or hurt our feelings, but because I have so much integrity and conviction with what we're doing, and you know, we've we've seen the results of the, the people mm-hmm. we've helped, it wasn't, it didn't mean much. This guy called that doesn't matter. Like if you read the the comments, Joy, you've been part of our ecosystem, our, our community. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna think anything worse of me because you know me. You you, exactly. you you know how how much work <laughs> we've been putting in over the last two years. So that I think that that it does happen, but you know because we've been for so long time now it doesn't really it's like oh cool you know is what it is kind of fascinating so you guys are very young i feel like i'm quite old um you're almost double my i'm almost wh which is like i'm not going to get any younger but anyway so you guys like you're the typical millennials that just go out and start businesses and i see this so much and i have to ask this question um i guess and this is coming from a parent point of view do you guys learn these things these days in school to start businesses or is it just how you are, your mindset grows? Because in my time, and I'm sounding very old now, but in my time when I grew up, it wasn't a thing to just go out and start businesses. But these days I know more millennials starting businesses than what is, what are we, the Gen X or something? I don't even know what we are. You guys are Gen X. So how does the, how did, how do you guys do this? Do you just get together in college and say, you know what, this is what you do or? Yeah. Well, I mean, to to answer the first thing you said it's definitely not something that's like more encouraged in school or anything like that mm. um if anything the opposite <clears throat> i mean we have friends sad. that you know, study business and stuff like that and like yeah. you know like without any disrespect to them like we know a lot more about business than them now and none of them have actually started businesses mm. um it's definitely not encouraged i think for us to i mean it, uh, i think what what is different is like obviously social media makes a huge thing so now we see it's a lot the information is a lot more accessible and of course there's so many ads especially that hammer especially from like scammers like forex trading is a good example of like i feel feel like it was a very young demographic that was getting hammered by ads Mm -hmm. to get into that because they're very impressionable so yeah i mean i guess i think people our age are probably targeted to you know get into get into making money online stuff um not necessarily like a proper business i think a lot of it's just get rich quick um, but for me and Anthony, to be honest, it started with uh, we both got massively into like law of attraction stuff when we were about 18. Mm-hmm. And then because, of course, and this was when we had just moved out of our small town to, well, a city um, to do uni together. So it was just and we lived with it was us two and six girls. Yeah, um, we were <laughs> friendly with them and stuff. But obviously there was a lot of time when it, it was just us two. Um, yeah. And we'd just be basically just reinforcing each other's beliefs, <laughs> just basically indoctrinating each other because we just had no one else for the, fir- for the first little while um and then yeah i don't know i think we just both you can chime in here anthony but i think we both raised our standards a lot then of what we could achieve um mm. started thinking about basically just started thinking big time and just started started mm. saying stuff like by the end of uni which was three years long you know we'll have a successful business and or th- at the time it was stuff like we'll be making x amount of money and just stuff like that mm. we basically started dreaming really big and then um so cool. of course as i'm sure you know when you do that you start to i guess like you know opportunities start to fall in your path and you start seeing more of it in real life yeah um mm. and then it was a pro- massive process of trial and error i mean we nearly got into a pyramid scheme selling these <laughs> <laughs> these japanese water machines some japanese water it was called a kangen water machine oh yes um, I, I actually sold those they're not terrible what <laughs> A Kangen water, seriously, a that actual mad, (laughs) really. And and what was that like? It's fine. It's not like the pyramid scheme. It's 
yes, you do get them. Trust me, I've been in those too. But this is yeah. more like an affiliate thing. Mm. Very popular here and in Australia. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, maybe we should have done it after all. But I mean, my my dad definitely thought it was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> so so to us, it was a pyramid scheme. And in like, he didn't even, the crazy thing was he didn't even say like, no, you're not doing that as a pyramid scheme. Because we didn't have, basically, they, they sold us the dream. And then at the end, they said, oh, but of course, you have to buy one first. So we were like, oh, well, we don't have, we don't have five grand. Um, so then I rang up my dad and, and it, it, you know, actually, was it five grand? I think you could do installments of like one four and grand. a half grand at a time. Yeah, but it was like, like yeah, five grand. I, yeah, it's yeah, a lot, and I remember though. we, it is a lot, and and I called my dad and spoke to him about it. And the thing is, he actually said, if you really want to do it, I'll I will help you two with the money to get started. But he just, but he he offered, he didn't just say no, but he just talked us out of it. Um, <laughs> that was a big learning experience. And then Jesus I mean, Christ. I've talked for a while here, so you can take over, Anthony. But it, in short, that I think that was the start of it, and then we just just from being around each other so much and both wanting the same thing we just fell into plenty of different mm. opportunities um mm. and then when lockdown hit that was mm. like a, a complete blessing for us because it, it gave yeah. us you know the the dedicated time to just really focus on one thing um mm. which is when we started our, our our current business yeah yeah i mean that's it i love that you started <laughs> my first business was the Gangan machines <laughs> no jokes i also started exactly with that as the first thing it is legit like if you if you don't sell the lifestyle you just sell the machine it is perfectly fine i know a lot yeah. of friends is making a lot of money with it and they're just doing it right so if you do it wrong like if you sell the dream and the lifestyle that's nonsense There's yeah that's i think it was I a thing about that we had to then we it wasn't we were selling it to people it was actually we were selling other people into selling it kind of thing. yeah yeah exactly. so, yeah. that's wrong it was, that's it was, wrong it was yeah. a bit dodgy yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's that's mad that is so funny that you did the exact water machine you sold i still have my machine i love the water like i am such a water <laughs> i i don't yeah. do bottled waters i am i am like a water snob i go on holiday mm, i will really. fill my bottles this much and i will take them with <laughs> on holiday I, it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really you, bad you... for me um okay so at the at the moment you guys are obviously you've got your two books right um and this is this is your front end product what do you guys sell be behind these books like what is your your offer that you offer people so currently at the moment our main focus is helping podcasters growing so i work a podcast one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one doing coaching mm -hmm. um and offers pr pretty simple you know um get helping podcasts become unstuck if they've plateaued so i'm not working with beginners people have podcasted before and helping them grow their podcasts using reliable like frameworks. Mm -hmm. So these are proven frameworks that we've done use for other clients. We know works really, really well. Mm -hmm. And the goal essentially is to provide um, all podcasters the tools to help them grow their podcast or have the tools to at least map, you know, increase the chance of them successfully growing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of factors that goes into it. If you've got a bad podcast mm -hmm. and I give you these tools, That's it's okay. still not going to work for you um so they have to have a good podcast to begin with and obviously we, we go through that process of like you know doing a discovery call making sure we're right fit so that's that in, in the back end but we're now currently actually working on something that's a lot more um let's say what i'm currently doing but on steroids <laughs> um and that has been our last basically this year for entirely this year for us so far has been working on that um 
and yeah, that's it. In the last, literally in the last, I want to say 14 days of work, mm-hmm. we've had like over 50 interviews of podcasters, which has been oh, crazy. Yeah, much, much yeah and we've got another like 50. 80 now. Yeah, and we've got another 50, no, like another like, we we have like over hundred. Like, um, so it, including everything that's been booked that we've done, including no shows and currently booked, I think there's about hundred and twenty or something. Obviously wow. between the two of us, about sixty each. Um, so yeah, we're we're knee deep in that at the moment. Um, but yeah, like Anthony said, we're that's that's obviously not what we're working on in, mm. in terms of the offer. Um, we've been really revamping all videos. When I say revamping, I mean just giving these old videos that we made mm. like a year ago, like a, a total facelift. Mm. um and just yeah we're just adding adding in stuff that's actually going to work um and yeah we're really currently in the process of of compiling the offer to, to be honest the the big one yeah. as anthony said it's quite impressive how you guys have built this out okay so with your facebook group you obviously use that to generate leads um is there any other way this is now a marketing geek question i have to ask the marketing geek questions mm-hmm. what other ways do you use to generate leads so really the main the main thing has been the Facebook group and then we've got our book as well. Yes. So the book is a perfect segue for people who, you know, like our content, yeah. then join our email list using our email lead magnet. Yeah. And then from that, they enter our ecosystem. And everyone who we've interviewed in the last, you know, all the 120 yeah. people, they've come from our um, either readers of our books yeah. or they've come from the Facebook group and mm-hmm. they've then joined our email list. So that's essentially mm-hmm. it really. That's that's have I got that right, Ty? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, all, all the interviews that we've done, they're solely from email lists. So we, so it's really good because we haven't had to do any manual outreach. Um, and yeah, you, you like you explained, it's like a, it's a bit of a, like a, I guess like a triangle that all feed into each other. Mm. So the books, the emails, and the Facebook group. Um, mm. And of course, we have people join our, our email list from our Facebook group. Um, mm. I would, I don't know what you'd say, Anthony. I think the Facebook group really is our our biggest. Mm. Um, yes like avenue for generating leads um, 100%. it's a bit hard it's a little bit harder to quantify how many people come from the books um and because the facebook group is referenced in the books as well a lot of people just join the facebook group first um mm. but yeah as you can probably imagine having a book is great as a funnel as well yeah definitely i, I was gonna it. say we can we have got a number um because we've got um we actually use obviously unleash your market in the Mm-hmm. uh on there on the platform so we've got we know roughly the number um some of it's a bit scattered but yeah it's it's been quite good yeah, yeah, for it, yeah. i'm also revamping all the videos in the membership guys so. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's my goal the next couple one. of weeks so you will see a whole brand new system coming out there as well cool. okay nice. so we talked about obviously some marketing stuff and um all the things in the front end but now i want to go really behind the scenes to understand what gives you guys what makes you successful? Now, now you're very much on your path to become really successful. I see that in your near future. So what does your <laughs> habits look every day? Like what do you guys do on a daily basis that you think maybe, maybe put you aside from your, from your friends that's not, you know, that they don't have their own businesses or they're not on that path to yeah. success? You can go first, like. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll start, start with that, I guess, the routine. So my my current routine is I try and get all the, all the so obviously business is like the the mm-hmm. thing that takes up most of my time. The other things that I'm trying to work on in my life consistently every day, I, my aim is to get them all out of the way in the morning before nine o'clock. So then I have the whole day of just I, I completely focus work on the business. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and often it goes later. I mean, the last couple of weeks it's been like pretty much non-stop into the evenings because obviously we've been doing interviews in American time. Yeah. Um, mm. So in terms of like habituals, like, you know, I wake up at six, get to the gym for, for half six, um, you know, do my workout. Uh, a cold shower really helps. Very stere- <laughs> stereotypical entrepreneur thing, but I love them. <laughs> um do that (laughs) you know kind of listen to an audiobook while i'm having breakfast um i i was reading before sometimes i read before bed as well um and then i just have i just after that i have just half an hour of just playing guitar um which is because you know i'm still i'm still trying to practice that and get better at that um so then by the time it hits nine i've done you know i've got my workout in i've played a bit of music so even if i don't manage to do it later in the day because i'm too busy with work that's Mm -hmm. fine and it's not something that's that's in my head Mm -hmm. um for me definitely of recent times that's been a massive thing for like me me having successful and productive days at work um mm, what what about you Anthony? well i probably think of some more but yeah um mine's relatively similar to that to those things to be fair um in terms of habits i don't know if it's like i don't i think habits are good i think it's more like a lifestyle like it's being fully committed to the lifestyle of, of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner because it's 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 very demanding yeah. and I don't think habits quite cut you can have habits that help you um to begin with but eventually it becomes like lifestyle so I think being a bit like just honestly like obsessed <laughs> being completely obsessed with it and, and consuming content around it and getting your mind to think like that and obviously getting into the habit of reading and that goes in, in, in line with the consumption side of things mm-hmm. And getting in the habit of literally, literally the habit of constantly challenging yourself. Like we we set like to what our friends or like people to normal people ridiculous goals. Like my to us is ridiculous goals, <laughs> but um, constantly elevating our standards. And I think another habit is like building up the network and and um w- w- th- those are the really the, the main habits in terms of you know, other stuff, meditating, I meditate like through the weekdays, um, at least 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, and, and that's about it, really. I think those are, those are the main hubs that really have really helped. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah. when you, that, that was a good one that I forgot, like the fact that we're, we're pretty much always consuming content that's, that's yeah. going to help us get, we were, get mm. to where we want to be. Mm. Um, I mean, at lunch, I'm pretty much always just watching through part of this video course that we've got at the moment. We've basically been been always watching some kind of course for, I don't know, the last, yeah, God knows how long. Um, and obviously mm. reading massively helps as well. Yeah. Yeah. Content is incredibly important for entrepreneurs so to grow. Important. It's so mm-hmm. like if you don't do that, I've never met and I've I've been I've had the privilege to speak to quite a lot of millionaires and I've never heard mm-hmm. one millionaire say nothing about like they don't read or any of that stuff. They all literally yeah. consume at least an hour or two of content a day. Like it's just mm-hmm. a thing, right? Yeah, hundred percent. What do you guys think is the thing that makes you successful, or at least definitely get you on that path there? That's for sure. Fuck a very good question. Pardon my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. <laughs> I'll beat you <laughs> out. Sorry, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah that, was, that was a very good question. Um, I think one thing. There's probably plenty of things. This certainly isn't the best answer, but one thing is that we're always, we've always made sure to make an effort to be around people that we're impressed by, and I guess mm. that kind of lift us up. Um, you know, whether that's like a network of publishers, whether that's mm-hmm. you know always you know basically keeping keeping in contact with with a lot of podcasters and always building up that network 
um, mm. including a lot of like amazing and successful people like yourself, mm. of course. Um, but yeah, definitely, especially from a publishing point of view, being always um, having it like you know a tight inner circle of people that are basically doing better, I guess, doing better than us if you're defining it in financial mm. terms. Because mm-hmm. it it just sets the expectation, and then we feel like we're lagging behind, so it just gives us an extra boost to just just yeah i don't know just ruthlessly do stuff um yeah i don't know that that's one that's one thing there's so many more what what do you think anthony um honestly i feel like i feel that's the main thing um to be fair and i think another thing that i would say which i don't normally say because i think you like it but i think luck has a lot to luck has a lot to do with it obviously you create your own luck but you know during our journey we're so like when i think about it we're lucky that we had each other during university. We're lucky we had each other um, to bounce back and forth. We're lucky that we, you know, got into entrepreneurial around that time. We had so much free time at university. Mm-hmm. We're lucky that we started this thing called Match Betting, which was just the rarest thing that basically meant we could fund our business. Like, it's well, not like, gambling. There's been side note. It's not that. gambling. It's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not gambling. No, right. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm lucky that when I found the, the opportunity to start the business, I, you know, I was able to ring my, my mate Tig, and the next day we invested like over, you know, a grand on just the course, literally the next day. Um, so I think, honestly, I know that this is sound a bit like, but luck and then what Tig said massively that the network has been huge. Like it's insane because most people don't think they can do things because they don't know anyone who's done done that or doing that. That's a good That's point. True. It's foreign to them. So like, you know, people who live in a small town where we come from, mm. they don't know someone who's making like, let's say 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, 50 grand a month, a hundred grand a day. Like, <laughs> or as we've thankfully mm. we're in a position where we've met people who've made, you know, who are not even not financed, but like hundred grand a day consistently for so being around those sort of people and then seeing yeah. how they think, yeah, it exposes us and it's like that's not far away. Like I, I can message them right, message them right now, and they're, they're literally an arm's length away. So for mm. us, it feels like well, if they can do that, mm. why why couldn't we? Mm. Um, and it's not like this guy who's famous or it's like no, this person that we know and we've had a night with and we we, we know him closely, so. No, because he's wrong that. Yeah, and and I think on that note, like it's the most obvious thing of all. Like, there's two of us, and and that's a, that's a massive advantage that we have. Yeah. You know, it means it's, it's when one of us have an, has an off day. It's you know, it's very unlikely that both people have an off day. You've always, always got the the other one pulling each other up. Mm. Um, mm. on a almost daily basis, one of us will just have an idea that's just not that great, and the other one will, will shut it down. So we're we're constantly. <laughs> like just i guess like double checking against ourselves which yeah i don't know how to explain it but yeah it obviously just makes our our end product and our output a lot better because because it's Mm. always been double checked and refined and and stuff like that um Mm. yeah yeah that that definitely helps a lot (laughs) i love you guys are so funny um so something i do want to just expand on a little bit surrounding yourself with successful people is critical because obviously you know it's that whole thing you become the five you spend your time with and i live in a small town and as far as i know there's not people that make that much money or even close to it and the only people that i know that i've interviewed is people in other countries 
right? I don't mm. actually, and I have one millionaire here in New Zealand, but that's it. So how do you guys, how did you go out and find these people? Did you just reach out on online communities? Did you do it within your spaces outside when you went to the city? How would you go and find people to talk to? Um, I think, so for me personally, mm-hmm. when we first got into publishing, I think I saw a few people that I knew were doing well. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, you know, I'll, you know, you have a thought like, oh, that'd be so cool to know that person or meet that person. Yeah. And I think, um, honestly, just connecting with people, not about their success or about like their money or about, oh, how do you do this? And constantly bombarding them with questions of like, because people that, you know, most people are nice, they don't really mind. But True. if you want to build trust with that person and uh, surf as much deeper, mm-hmm. you have to get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, how's your day been? Yeah. Um, you know, we had a coach, um, shout out Alex, like an amazing guy. And we had coaching sessions with him. Mm-hmm. But what me and Ty always try to do, because we know he's on a call all day. We yeah. try to ask him, Alex, how's your day been, mate? Alex, how's your dog? How Because you mentioned like a dog. And those little things sticks in people's mind because you're not trying to, you're trying to actually see how they're, you know, genuinely care for them. And because of that, then that, you know, that builds and that person will then do more for you than you would have thought before. And that, you know, that's not like planned out is just being a good person. I think that's the best way in terms of the tactics is just like, yeah. So in terms of the tactics, it would just be, yeah, just send them a message. That's like a bit personalized. I'm like, Hey, Hey, how are you doing? Like, you know, what's going on? I saw your success, but dude, like, like how's your day been going? Simple, start, start simple. And then, um and then it builds because they then you have access to their network mm-hmm. and if you're good to them they connect that's that's what that's literally what happened with us and it's like like we didn't know these people and then we met one person and that one person knew two people and then that those people knew those two people and then yeah your network is your net worth that's for sure mm-hmm. well yeah. exactly it's it's mm. it's a it's a famous quote and it's very true isn't it and yeah. even like you know even though most of these well if not all of these connections are, are online and over message like over message like people can still sense if you're not being you know genuine and if you if you are after something or if you're not that into the conversation so mm. yeah as anthony was saying i guess just like just just being genuine and, and just meaningful and, and actually wanting to you know actually being invested in every conversation you over facebook or whatever you have mm. um yeah it goes like a hell of a long way that's really cool me i must admit one thing that has helped my business a lot was just building relationships it is really, it is so incredibly important. And I did ask you guys that question because I find like in my circles with the people I help, because I help mostly startup businesses or businesses that's new. And a lot of people struggle with that initial outreach to people. You know, how do you reach out to people? And I guess just doing it. And you guys gave a good example of, you know, just getting yourself, get that ball rolling. Hashtag goals. There's a reason for that. It used to be, I used to coach businesses one-on-one. So it became a, a joke. Um, which became a thing um so <laughs> so the story behind it really is, is like every day i'm like have you worked on your goals today you know what have you achieved this week and then eventually i was tired of asking it and i was just like well there you go what's your goals <laughs> how do you guys set goals Funny. how do we set goals you did you say how did, we, how did we set goals or what are our goals sorry yeah what do you how do you set your daily goals so if you if from not knowing what you're going to do to writing it down to actually achieving it what's your path there what's your blueprint 
Yeah, I mean, so we like to we like to uh, to stay ahead of time in terms of monthly and like quarterly. Mm-hmm. I say quarterly; it's only something we've done this year. Before, it's always just been monthly. But um, you know, we'll we'll just take the time in the morning on like a, a Monday of the first week of the month or whatever on Zoom, mm-hmm. just to you know go get an Excel sheet or a Google sheet and just just kind of just brainstorm and just let loads of ideas flow and eventually just organize it into you know priorities and and kind of long term and short term and stuff like that um and then from there we just kind of you know just slowly zoom in until it's like a daily thing um i mean on a daily basis we we normally just discuss it in the morning like okay what's the plans for today and then if it, if we split up we split up if not we're often just working on stuff together um big fan of the old plan today t- sorry plan tomorrow today thing you know, mm. I, I find that helps a lot yes um yeah so that's i mean that, that's what i do personally like uh you know with a journal and stuff um but yeah something we've done this year is we, we've just been focusing in quarters um which has been excellent like mm. way better than last year like it's been the it's like a how do you say it like the thirty thousand foot view kind of thing like it's been um setting quarterly goals has been i, I would totally recommend it to anyone that hasn't done that yeah. um I'm sure Anthony would say the same. It's just given us complete clarity and mm-hmm. and actually way better of a deadline than just stuff like, okay, by the end of this week. Because I, f- I find that a lot of the time, if you just focus on like by the end of this week, it it doesn't really work out that well because stuff always comes up. Like you, obviously, you know, like running a business, like there's always so many unaccounted tasks and just little blips and stuff like that that come up. Um, but focusing on it from like a three-month point of view mm. is like... I just think I just mm. think kind of flawless for for that purpose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll I can attest to that. I think that has been has been honestly is the the I think the confident boost has gave both of us and with things going insanely well and just us picking up momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterly goals really does make it feel it makes it feel real. You know, the goals that you set for yourself because the year is too far ahead. But then when you break it down into the quarters, it gives you a clear, oh, okay, yeah, that that's doable, very doable. And then it's like, then when you start taking the action towards it and you're in alignment to meet your course, your first quarter, you go, you're like, oh, crap, yeah, that, you know, we send each other a screenshot of like, because we had, we did it like on a, on a canvas sheet and had the quarterly goals. Mm-hmm. And we're, on, we're well on track to doing, our, 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 you know, a Q1 goal, which is really, really nice. And, that just gave both of us a massive confidence. It's like, yeah, dude, like we can fucking do this. So I'd recommend this to anyone out there who's mm. who's thinking I have our plan on the year. Um, do quarterly goals and then monthly goals, and like Tyke said, then weekly, then daily. It helps massively. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and if you and it's it's the time goes so quick. Like if you set a quarterly mm. goal, before you know, the quarter's gone. It's it's mm. amazing how fast the time goes to actually achieve that. And it is, yeah, 100%. I've got boards. I've got two here. You guys can't see this one here. But, um, yeah, exactly. That's the best way, I think, to, to set goals. Mm-hmm. Guys, one last question. If you have any advice for somebody sitting on the fence that want to start a business, but they just not ready to do it, what advice would you have for them? I love it. I can I've see got, it. Yes, so, <laughs> so I've got, I've got, I can't do one, but I can do three that I think yes. <laughs> that I'll be concise of them. So yeah. number one, um, build out your network and start surrounding yourself with people who are doing much better than you. You need to. Um, number two, 
commit to whatever it is you're doing fully and believe that it can happen for you like really commit and I mean really commit and know that you, you have sacrifices will have to be made number three that I would just me I think is the most important invest in your business invest in your business happily with full confidence that that money is going to come back to you tenfold in the future not in six months but give yourself a year and a half knowing I'm going to invest in this business consistently mm. believing it's going to happen and for us that was you know we spent tens of thousands in the business which is crazy when we think think about it now happily mm. without any doubt because we just knew it was going to come back to us and it did so mm. I mean that's 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 it yeah and and on you know like on the opposite level we see a lot of people in the communities we're in and stuff we see a lot of people fail and it's because they've been scared to keep investing and because it's mm. because like the skepticism and the um mm. you know like will this work gets them and then that stops them taking 100 percent action but for us it's always been like at times like a bit naive to be honest because we we know as i said like <laughs> we just weren't thinking long term like even when we didn't know that much or anything we were just like ruthlessly pummeling like pretty much all of our money into it um of course we're lucky because you know we don't have we didn't have like rent and a, like a family to feed and well, sorry we did have rent but we didn't have like you know adult bills responsibilities to like family to feed we didn't have responsibilities yeah um so yeah there's that and and obviously like anthony was saying about the the surrounding yourself with people and i guess like to someone that hasn't started yet you, they're probably thinking well you know how the hell do i just go and like make friends with people but mm. i think the first step is just joining a community even if it's just a facebook group um you know a free facebook group not related to any mm -hmm. course or anything because then if you start seeing all these people talking about this stuff every day and you can't get away from it, then I think like, so, you know, if you do have it in you, then it's really only a matter of time. Um, just mm. kind of living in, in that space and just, you know, seeing people do good things and talk about it all the time. Um, and of course, that that's then the best place to start reaching out to people because there'll always be people in the same boat as you in that regard. Mm. I love that. Guys, this has been good. Thank you so much. Where can people get your books? Where can I go? What link should they use? Yeah, so uh, so Amazon. So we will yeah. obviously drop the the Amazon link that takes you to the Daniel Larson page. We can find podcast and made simple podcast marketing. Actually, a bundle of the two. Mm -hmm. um, why seventy five percent of podcasters fail and how you can avoid it. Uh, and <laughs> he who shall not be named. Um, every podcaster's biggest hurdles, which I throw at the end, and I wish I didn't even have to say. But it's also there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah amazon i love the books guys so i strongly recommend get on to them they're really really fun um it's a, it's a good read because sometimes you know you read business books like this and you're like oh gosh this is going to be boring but you guys mm. just made it fun you know so it's just it's just fun to listen well listen and read because i do both so that's really really cool yeah. is there anything i might have missed that you guys would like to add to the audience Hmm. No, I think I think all the Not it, that really. I can think of. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, if if you're a podcaster looking to get into our podcasting, join our Facebook community, podcast marketing made simple. Mm. That would be that would be the only call. But I mean, yeah. Apart from that, just obviously, thanks a lot for having us, Joy. We appreciate it. It's been a really good chat. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I'm in New Zealand. You guys in the UK, so it's always tricky to find a time that works. But this has been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Joy.